Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Dun, da, da, dun. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. This is an incredibly exciting episode because we are in person together for the first time in since August, August? and it's October. Yeah, it's been a long, long time coming, and we are so excited to be back. We're in Melissa's new place. I got to see it for the first time, like a whole like cute little studio. 
recording studio. She doesn't live in a studio. <laughs> she lives, works, and breathes in one room. That'd be pretty hard for a podcast. I mean, that's essentially what I was doing in my old place. That so is true. I'm glad to be out. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. And I guess I should introduce us. I'm Megan, if you are new here, and I'm joined by who, what is the only other name I've said? Melissa! Me. So exciting. It's a me, Melissa. Amari. I saw a TikTok of someone who, as like an insult, they were saying like, you look like you pronounce Mario, Mario. And they were like, do you not? <laughs> and I was like, oof, even I know the that. East Coast? I would think. Yeah. But also like, isn't like that East Coast jersey italian exactly would they say matt mario matt mario Mm -hmm. wow i love that that's one of mats and i's favorite like little bits to do is to pretend that we are new jersey italians and we call each other anthony and it's like a whole thing (laughs) so whatever we're an advice podcast where we give you advice and uh it's fantastic it's wonderful it's life-changing We've won so many awards, Nobel Peace Prize, Grammy, Emmy, Stream. <laughs> now, that one seems a little too close to home. We definitely right. have not. I've put us in for nominations about three times, but <sighs> you know, we're not David Dobrik. Ugh, think I wake up every day and I'm like, <laughs> God. God, I'm not David Dobrik. Although Not Too Deep did win the first one, but that was before David Dobrik had a podcast. Ugh, BDD? I love BDD. Before David Dobrik. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm waiting for the vlog squad stands to come, come at, us. at please. 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 I need some good entertainment. I was following this guy on TikTok who had this. It was Captain America. He had like the shield that mm-hmm. you could throw and it would come back. And I followed him for a long time because his videos were really interesting. But then he connected with David Dobrik. And it was after like it was recent. Oh, Yeah. And I immediately said unfollow and left. Yeah, I'm lucky that I have a sixth sense when it comes to David Dobrik adjacent. Mm. It is wildly disappointing. Well, (laughs) so yeah, I guess I should tell you the phone number to call if you want to call in and get some wonderful advice. Um, It is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Got to keep it all under three minutes. And the best way to do that is to write everything down that you're going to say. Make sure you don't like leave out any details. We have your age in there. Everything that is incredibly relevant. Don't need to know your Zodiac sign. No, thank you. We do need to know that you're here with us on a spiritual level. So please call in today. Namaste. <laughs> uh, what else? You'd be 18 or over. Have your parents' permission. And yeah, when you practice it, write it down and then time it so you can make sure you're under three minutes. It's not hard to stay under three minutes. Three minutes is actually a very long time. And a lot of people, they'll start rushing at the end and they have like a whole minute left. Yeah. So as long as you've written it down, you will be good. You'll be solid. And we ask this because that's how you can give the best possible advice. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we might assume if you like leave out some crucial information, we might assume the worst. I'm not an assume the best kind of person. And we have in the past because we thought we were putting two plus two together and we got six instead of four yeah not my fault i can't do math <laughs> not my fault i'm not good at math um well what's it with you honestly nothing i can't think of a single thing that's new with me since the last time we recorded on friday i got like a six hour massage treatment that was lovely 
I'm so happy for you. I went and socialized with some friends. Wow. I thought that there was only, because usually this group of friends, there's only like six of us, but it was a whole party. And our core group, we were all kind of like in the corner. It was outside. Yeah. We were in a corner where like, we wouldn't have came if we knew <laughs> it was going to be this many people. <laughs> yeah. Like this has taken my whole, like anytime I want to, like I'm invited to anything social. My first question, who's going to be there? And like COVID has taken it to a different level I for know. me. The thing is like, I usually know. And so I just assume. Yeah. Because it's usually just like six of us hanging out in the backyard, mm-hmm. chilling. But it was a whole thing. You there got bamboozled. Like 40 people there. <gasps> Hoodwinked. Yeah. What's the other one? Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. Led astray. Led astray. <laughs> I also like to say the wool was pulled over my eyes. Have you seen people on TikTok misinterpreting? You can't stop the beat. Here's, Here's I can't. <laughs> that fucking video of the girl who was like, wow, this movie is really racist. Like, how did we never talk about this? And it was like, ma'am, have you ever, are you actually watching this? It's the whole thing is about you know fighting racism also uh body shaming as well like, and that's like the b plot yeah. <laughs> i'm like the a plot is racism yes like forefront all, like what it, it's like not even like that didn't translate to the movie like no no, no stage production production movie it like killed me when i saw that video but the comments were still my favorite part yeah Wow, wow, wow. Good old TikTok. <laughs> Another week of musicals. Another week of... Who are we going to piss off this week? <laughs> the musical community. My B. The TikTok like hole that I have gotten into is people's overseas, their quarantine. Like New Zealand was like a 14-day quarantine and then Hong Kong was 21 days. Mm-hmm. It's just been so interesting to like see all of their meals and to like see all... The, it's like a very weirdly satisfying thing. Like they unbox their meals every time and all that. And the girl from New Zealand is like so like kind and like so sweet. And like every time someone's responding, be like, you have to pay for this. She was like, you must be fucking American, you idiot. And I'm like, love that energy. Like I live <laughs> for this. And they're like, your freedom's being taken away. She goes, no, my freedom was to leave the fucking country. And I know what I fucking signed up for, that I had to do this, you dipshit. Like get the fuck out of my comments. But take in mind, the videos are very much like, and then I got this salmon. It was really delicious. I loved it. And she's like showing it all pretty. But then in the comments, she's just like roasting people, being like, get out of here. Like, I don't give a shit. And I'm like, this is so great so that's been the tiktok hole that i've been in which has been highly entertaining but then when you get to some of the ones where people are in like you know people go from specifically america to places overseas and they quarantine and just stop recording you eating this food and reacting to it because like it's just so racist like and you just need Mm. to you just need to stop and then stop talking about like when you're eating this being like all i want is mcdonald's like where's the normal food and i'm like nope no, no, also, no, you're no. in a different uh-huh. place. That's... Even if you go get McDonald's, it's not going to be the same. And if you want to talk about like the term normal, it's offensive right. there. But if you want to like specifically talk geographically, that is, that is normal. The... <laughs> like you're the one that is the anomaly. Uh-huh. You are the one that does not fit in. And it's like, ugh. I was like, I can't. Um, well, I guess we should start giving some advice. Yes. Hi, Megan and Melissa. My name is Ness, and I'm 23 years old, and I use they them pronouns. I've been wanting to call in for a while now in regards to this problem I'm having, but I've been too nervous until now. I'm just absolutely fed up at this point, and I don't know who else to talk to with this, so I thought might as well push past the anxiety and call you too. So long story short, my roommate, let's call them Jay, they are 22 years old, and they use they them pronouns as well. 
they're very lazy and mopey and just in general a very complainy person. They have a large golden retriever and they take care of it way less than they probably should be. And it's starting to not only affect the dog's mood, but mine as well. Jay sleeps until 10 a.m. when they have to go to work, and maybe half of those times they have enough time to take the dog out to pee. Other than that, the dog has to hold it and stay in the apartment alone until they get back. Plus, Jay never takes the dog on walks, so he's not even getting exercise. In the past, the dog became 100% my burden because I felt bad for him, so I took him on walks and fed him and played with him, etc. A couple of weeks ago, I stood my ground and told Jay that I couldn't have this happening and that I couldn't be the dog's only means of exercise and meals anymore since I have my own life and job. It got better for a week or two, and now it has all hit the fan, and I'm about to literally snap. I don't know what to do. My other roommate, they to ignore it and to ignore the dog, and I know I don't want to take care of a responsibility that isn't mine, but I also feel so bad for the poor dog. I would go more into detail about how this roommate doesn't pitch in when it comes to chores or cleaning supplies and leaves the common spaces an absolute wreck, but I don't want to run out of time. I've already spoken up once to Jay about my annoyance with all of this, but the thing is I'm scared to say anything again because I don't want them to hate me. What do I do? Please help. Thank you. In this situation, I believe it's okay if you let someone hate you because This dog is their responsibility and they're not taking care of their dog. And that is abuse. Mm -hmm. And so you said it got better. I would keep talking to them about it. Like, I don't care if they won't like you. It doesn't matter because they're abusing this animal. Yeah. From what it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like there are three roommates. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like you are incredibly close friends with any of these people. So it sounds like to me that this isn't so much of a case of, I want to preserve this friendship. It's more, I have to live with this person. And I wonder if the part of the reason you're worried about them hating you is that it will then get vindictive and spiteful and everything that they're doing will get worse because they will be like mad and angry. And that is something that's completely unavoidable. Like if they're going to hate you for this, that's on them. And I think like it would be incredibly hard to like watch someone abuse their dogs and just not be present and all of that. Like it's really, really bad. And so I think that like saying something to them, you should do that. But I think you also kind of need to come up with a game plan of like, what other actions to do because it doesn't really seem like that worked long term but in on the other hand like it did work for a bit and so as much as it sucks maybe it is that constant reminder so mm-hmm. like you get those like couple weeks where it's good and then when it's not and then when it's good and then when it's not and so it sucks to kind of have to parent a, like a roommate and to like keep them on top of something like that so yeah i think it's like either it's like a constant reminders which totally totally sucks. But then maybe it's a conversation of being like, Hey, so we talked about this before. And this is something that got a lot better for us, like a period of time. And now it feels like it's worse than ever. How can we figure this out? And put that on them and like have this conversation, like, what can we do? Because what's happening right now is not working. I don't know what they'll say from that. But it's like, okay, so would it be helpful for you? If what if we made a chart on that we put on the door? That's like, or if you got up earlier to make sure you had time to take the dog out, or you took you took a dog on a walk at this time every day, or you hire a dog walker or something like that, where 
again, it's parenting a roommate and kind of handholding them through like how to be responsible, which sucks. But I think that's kind of like your only other option besides like, I wouldn't call like the any sort of like animal safety no, thing because a lot of the time they'll just not look into it and they'll just like you or they'll take the dog and yeah, the dog not not a great system a lot of the time yeah or you again just take that responsibility of the dog yeah um when i had a roommate she was constantly out of town and wouldn't tell me and left her cat there and so i would just feed the cat because the cat would be like outside my door crying whining so then I just took it upon myself like I'll take care of the cat and I I didn't say anything because it wasn't it's not like a dog where you have to take them outside to use yeah. the bathroom and stuff it's more it's just me opening up a can of cat food but yeah it's a lot I had a very similar situation like this happen and my solution is not attainable I just moved like that's mm-hmm. what I did And it had gotten to be like very, very, very bad. This person would go out of town and I would come back and like the dogs would be there. And I'd be like, and then find out like two days, like, like, I'm like, okay, I guess you're not here. I guess. uh, And like, it's horrible and it really, really sucks. So I really, really feel for you. We both can relate, like really Mm -hmm. feel for you on that. But yeah, I don't think moving is (laughs) an attainable kind of thing. Or if it's like bothering you and the other roommates, maybe... When the lease comes up again, kick them out. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Or maybe there's something in your lease that they have they have not abided by and mm-hmm. honored that you could. Is the dog on the lease? Yeah. Is the dog supposed to be on the lease? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all a golden retriever. That's a big dog. I know. It just breaks my heart. Like, yeah. I don't know how you could like look at that precious little face and be like, no, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to take you for a walk. Maybe like stage someone a kidnapping of the dog. Find someone to adopt the dog, but say that the dog got loose and ran away. Yeah. Well, first you got to see if the dog's shipped. I'm kind of saying no. That's not real advice. Okay. Next call. <laughs> yep. Hey guys, I'm 25 and use she, her pronouns. And the story I'll be talking about a guy who will call Kay, who is also 25 and uses he, him pronouns. So for background, I met Kay when I was a freshman in college. We met through mutual friends. Freshman year, we became good friends and would hang out with all of our mutual friends together. But I had a boyfriend at the time, and I never thought that he liked me until my mutual friend told me that he did. But nothing ever came of it because I was in a relationship at the time. My boyfriend and I at the time were on and off for most of college, and Kay was kind of always my go-to when I was single. And I was it. Um, When I wasn't in a relationship, he and I would both text each other and be each other's 2 a.m. booty calls. Things never went more than cuddling in bed and making out. We were each other's plus ones throughout college for sorority and fraternity formals. Kay and I have hung out once since graduating college. I have since moved away from the town we went to college in, and every two months or so, Kay will text me and check in on how I'm doing. Oftentimes, I can tell that he's drunk when he's texting me because it's later at night and he gets a little bit of liquid courage and will tell me that he likes me or previously he's kind of alluded to him wishing that he had asked me out in college. Every time I hang out with Kay or get a text from him, I get butterflies in my stomach and I do think that he and I could have had something really great. But at this stage in my life, I want to stay in the town that I'm currently living in because it's where I grew up and where my family is. He lives six hours away in the town that we went to college in, and it's also where he grew up and where his family is. I would never expect this friendship to turn into anything more, nor do I think that I really want it to because of us having hung, not hung out 
very much in the past four years, as well as neither of us moving to where the other one is. That being said, Kay texted me the other day saying that his friends will be going on a cruise next August and is wondering if I would be his plus one for it and that all my expenses would be paid for. Now my question is, do I go on that cruise when I know that I'll be sharing a room with him and knowing that he does continue to have a crush on me? I kind of really want to, but I've been talking to my friends about it and I'm getting mixed opinions from them. I think it's probably important to note that uh, while I have not hung out with him in a while, I do trust him wholeheartedly and it's also important to note that he didn't date anyone all of college and to my knowledge has still not dated anybody since college. Look forward to hearing your guys' advice. Bye. I don't even like cruises, but you should go on the cruise. 100%. I hate cruises as well. <laughs> to semi-quote the uh, woman from the Lou LaRoe documentary, it's just something about being in the middle of the ocean with a whole bunch of white people. Not my thing. Um, <laughs> that was like, when I saw that on TikTok, I was like, I gotta watch this. <laughs> documentary wasn't that great. Um, but yeah, I go. Why not? I think the reason that you're saying that you're like, I have no intention of moving from where I am. He has no intention of moving from where he is. Like, we haven't really seen each other. So, like, not saying, like, we're going to immediately going to date at all. That's his mindset, too. Like, there is no misleading here at all unless you've had a conversation about, like, wanting to date. Like, in him being drunk and being like, I should have asked you out or whatever, like, this is not any sort of misleading either way. Because again, at the end of the day, like you both know that you like where you live. This is where you want to end up and you're six hours apart from each other. Like this sounds like a dream to me. Yeah. Especially. And then like maritime law, you know, (laughs) you're in the middle of the ocean. All all rules. So (laughs) no rules. You're both single. There's no rules anyway. (laughs) Like you're good. Yeah. But yeah, I think like, first of all, this is like the beginning of a rom, like Mm -hmm. a romance novel. Like, but yeah, I think you should like totally go. I don't think that there is any reason why you shouldn't. I think that like, I don't want to say you're reading too much into it, but I think you're being like very pragmatic about like, well, what if this means and what if this, all of that stuff. That is not your responsibility to like sift through that like all he did was ask you to go on a cruise yeah it just it seems like a fun time to me i totally know this i definitely had one of these people in college where it was like when we were both single like we would like hang out and like cuddle and like sleep together but not like sleep have sex like mm-hmm. never had sex and all of that here's the thing we want to have sex with you and like this would be like a very fun way to kind of like go back to fun college thing. And I think this is like, honestly, a very non-serious way to do it. It's not him being like, hey, I want to fly you out and take you on a date here. Mm-hmm. Like this to me seems like it has the potential that like maybe you guys will hit, like it'll be so, so, so great that one of you will want to move and like make a relationship out of it. But it seems to me like this is kind of like the 25-year-old version of a 2 a.m. booty call. Like, yeah. do you want to come on a cruise? Like we're going to party a ton and... We can have sex. It'll be really fun. You should go. Yeah. And you're already friends. You don't get like a boyfriend before then. Because that is a long time away. How are cruises in COVID now? I honestly don't know. Not to like really be a downer, but I read the most depressing, disturbing article. About them, the people living on the ships. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the pandemic. Or not the beginning. That was like. It was still like. It was the beginning of the pandemic. But the article, the specific article came out, I think, in like the winter time, I think. Yeah. Yeah one of the most devastating things i've read ever yeah so the beginning of the pandemic like beginning beginning they were all just like living there for like a month or two because that's how long people thought the pandemic mm-hmm. would last it just got progressively worse a lot of people didn't have anything to go back to yeah 
No, it was horrendous, yeah. horrendous. Yeah. As long as you're like careful and safe with COVID and everything's good, bring condoms, mm-hmm. bring some lube. Just go have fun. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is brought to you by. A sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods, I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get 
fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls, but happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work. 
which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We are back from the break. We're getting to the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am 21 and I'm currently having a dilemma with a friend. So she is someone who does not fall in love or open up to people easily. She hides things from her closest of friends. However, for some reason, she has opened up to this guy from work. And we have not met him yet. He is from Colombia. He was here on a visa. And now she is going to Colombia. And I'm freaking out. Um So there's a lot of sex trafficking that goes on there, as well as guys using women for green cards. She's already talking about marriage, and he wants to bring his mom to the U.S. That doesn't sound suspicious. I don't know what does. I'm sorry. If I sound very angry, I am freaking out, and I'm worried, and I don't know what to do because every time I try to talk to her about it, or even casually bring up and say, whenever you're ready, Please talk to me, but I have some concerns I need to share with you. He could be using you. He could be sex trafficking you. And the Columbia tends to find the sweetest and kindest of guys to use to sex traffic women. And she will not, she says, I will not having this conversation right now and won't respond. There's no way to bring it up. There's no way to talk to her about it. And I don't know what to do because she's going in November. And yeah, (laughs) I just don't know what to do because I don't want to lose my friend or have her go. Uh, She said she's going to a resort uh, somewhere safe where there's security. But that doesn't matter because I don't know her boyfriend and I can't trust him. Uh, She also said that she has Life 360 with her parents and I don't understand why they're letting her go. Uh, she is 20 and it just doesn't make any sense to me. And if there's anything, maybe I'm just over worried. I don't know. Uh, if you, I can have your input. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. I listened to your podcast since it started. I just want to say thank you. Does this feel racist to you? Incredibly racist. I don't know if like you live in an area where like specifically your government has been like hi there are a lot of like very kind and sweet colombian men coming to sex traffic and taking these women who work in these fields to like you're generalizing something that you heard and you're making it racist sex trafficking is an incredibly real thing Mm -hmm, but like it's happening a lot yeah but there is a lot of like alt-right propaganda and misinformation about how sex trafficking happens And if I was your friend, I would be offended on both levels of this is incredibly racist. And also, I don't know how you got to this conclusion. That's what I wanted. Like, right. Just because you haven't met him and he's from Colombia. Yeah. Like there, I really hope that there's something else that you have like left out and like missed. I think also just as like a note on top of this, which is the first hint that this felt really racist, the 
okay, yes, some people marry some people for green cards. If that is not a conversation that that person knows what's happening, like, yes, you can feel incredibly like used and bamboozled and all of that. But just the way that you talked about, it just felt like there isn't. But she likes him. Like, it's not like it's just some random dude that she met that's like, come with me back to my country. She works with him like at like they worked at the same place. The job that they work at has all his information on file. Nobody ever really makes these like these claims when it's Canadians. It's very specific that it's like America is so great. Be aware of be be like wary of these foreigners who are using you because they're just trying to get into this amazing and wonderful, perfect country. And like, again, it's targeted towards white people from other Mm -hmm. countries. So is he like substantially older than her? Is like, is she not wanting to introduce you guys to him? But prior to you having anything being held back, like there hasn't been anything sketchy that you've mentioned about their relationship everything you've said is sketchy about him who you haven't met and the only thing you know about him is that a nice guy from columbia that worked with her yeah she apparently likes a lot her parents trust him because you said something like her parents are i can't believe her parents are letting her go first of all she's an adult but second of all if they don't care why do you Yeah, this is just like, honestly, like you read a Facebook post that this is what's happening. And like you have an internal bias and racism that I don't think that you are aware of because I don't think you would have called into our podcast and used the specific words you used. If you were my friend and you came to me with that stuff, I'd be like, you know what? You're never meeting him. Yeah. No, I would be like, fuck you. You do not get to like, this is someone who's important in my life. And like, all you've shown me here in this moment is that like, you're just incredibly racist. Like, and no, there's no way in hell I'm putting someone who I really care about in your orbit at all. Yeah. I'm so lost how you, I don't know. It's so like, obviously racist to me that I'm like, do you hear yourself? Yeah. If I was your friend, I would be like incredibly, incredibly hurt. Mm -hmm. Like so hurt. And also here's the thing too. I've got like one of my really good friends, her long-term, long-term boyfriend is uh, not from the States and was on like a visa for work and all of that stuff. And like when that was expiring, like they talked about like, we'll we'll probably like we can just get married. And I know other like friends of friends and stuff of people who are just dating. And it's like, well, I really want to continue dating you. And like, if it doesn't work out, we'll get divorced. But like, we're having this conversation that it's like, yeah, we might get married a little bit sooner because like there are, all, especially during COVID, there are all of these like obstacles in the way of our relationship in that way. And my friend, her uh, now fiance ended up winning the green card lottery. So like he didn't, they didn't need to do that. But I know some other people who got married and like, you know, it was like a, not a wedding wedding, got married, continued to date. And then eventually like got engaged again and got married and all of that. So There are just different ways that people go about all of this kind of stuff. And if he's trying to bring his mother to the United States, he was already here. This isn't like she met someone on Facebook who was like catfishing her and being like, please send me money so I can like do X. Like, it's not that like she met somebody in the United States who was also living in the United States. Who was working with her. Who was working with her in the United States. And then like the red flag is he wants to bring his mom to the United States where he has resided and he has been working. How does that have anything to do with her? <sighs> I would be so offended if I was your friend. Like, I think the first thing you need to do, if this hasn't been like a wow, holy shit moment, and like you can give a real honest apology, unpack all of that stuff first and then give her like a very genuine apology. Because like this is 
it's not it. If there's something that you like are leaving out and like, which doesn't excuse like any of this, but if it's like you found his name or his phone, like do you want to, like any indication? Also, again, I would just Columbia uses really sweet, nice guys for sex trap. What? Where did you get that from? Is it like The Bachelor? Is there like an audition process where it's like, how sweet of a guy are you? Like, the, again, this all sounds like a, like a Facebook screenshotted like 15,000 times post where it's mm-hmm. like. Watch out for these. Yes. Really nice guys from Colombia. They will deceive you. They're here to steal our daughters. And also while you're at it, I would look up a lot about like the actual like truth behind sex trafficking and what who it's specifically happening to and like the certain circumstances and situations that it happens more because that's how we can actually move forward and help those situations versus like this is giving me way fair vibes yeah same thing same <laughs> same fucking thing i'm shocked i'm like i am like a, i am taken aback i was as the call kept going i was like i was waiting for there to be like something it was it just kept getting worse and worse anyway yep hi Martha. i love you and i hope you have a good day okay um so let me just get right into it i'm 23 i go by shooter my partner is also 23 he goes by Houston. um we've been here for like two and a half years at this point most of it long distance and we've had a lot of talk about the future and about really committed to each other and love each other a lot but the problem is that my boyfriend has a really complicated relationship with his family and that ends up affecting our relationship, too. His mom is really, really attached to him. Texting calls him all the time and is way more involved in his life than I think she should be concerned that he's totally physically, mentally, and physically and financially independent. She'll text him if he doesn't respond. She'll text him again and again and again and call like that kind of thing. Um, however, he has a really bad relationship with his dad at this point. He hasn't you know, talked to his dad in, like, six months. He mentioned going to his parents going to my parents for the upcoming holidays. I'm absolutely thrilled, but I feel like that will really worsen my relationship with mom. Last year, he had committed to coming to Thanksgiving with me, but his mom basically stopped that the day before he was supposed to come for really not valid reasons, like not important, but not valid. I was really, really crushed and angry because at that point, it was still the midst of COVID, and my parents took two weeks off of work and got tested multiple times to make sure that we were being safe as possible among a lot of other things, like literally took every precaution in the book. Um, and her reason for not wanting my boyfriend to come to Thanksgiving had nothing to do with COVID at all, which I feel like might have been one of the only valid reasons. But after that, his mom called me and tried to explain, but was being really condescending and basically told me that I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm too young, he's popular, and his family's more important, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just nervous that she'll view him coming to Thanksgiving this year as him cheating me over his family again, even though he really just doesn't want to see his dad for valid reasons. Um, my parents also love him so much, and his parents don't like me, and have never made an effort to get to know me. I've never felt welcomed by them, or that they're excited to see me, or, like I said, get to know me at all. Last year, his dad texted him right before Christmas, which he ended up spending with me and told him to break up with me because he was choosing a girl. What should I do? Should I do anything? Should I call his mom? I don't know. Um, I also want to mention that I'm 100% going to be going to my parents for Thanksgiving. My sister just moved out, and I don't want them to be alone for Thanksgiving. But I obviously love them very much and haven't seen them in a while. So, yeah, that's just kind of my dilemma. I really don't know what to do, and I hope you guys can give some good insight into the situation. Thank you. Bye. There is nothing for you to do. Like, this is his life and his family and his choices and stuff. Like, the only thing that, like, as somebody who has a complicated um, background, 
the best thing to do in like most situ- like it's kind of like overarching advice is like ask the person like what can I what do you want from me like what can I do from you like do you just want me to like for you like do you just want me to like listen do you want me to like give advice are we problem solving like are you venting like let me know so I can give what you are looking for and also like not overexert myself and give you something that that's not what you're you're wanting at all so I think like it's completely valid for him if he doesn't want to spend like Thanksgiving or the holidays with his family. And this is like no knock on you at all. But I think like this is a really complicated relationship. And I think last year you got your hopes up and so did your family and you got really disappointed. And I think if he decides that he's going to come again, be prepared that the same thing might happen again. And like, that's okay. And that's not a knock against you at all. And I think it's probably really easy for you to be objective and be like, well, of course I would choose this. Like my family, like we're so much, like it's so much more pleasant and all of that, but it's his family. There are like those emotions and feelings there. So make sure you don't, you and your family, like don't take it personally at all and understand that he's going to make the best choice for him. And that choice might change in the moment. All you can kind of really do is like support him. I think, yeah, having a complicated family life is like very, very hard. And if he's still trying to maintain a relationship with his mom, that's also really hard to maintain a relationship with someone who is like so overbearing and clingy and like over the top and all of that. But that's his own journey to decide how he wants to go about that relationship. And I understand his pa- I don't understand his parents for saying that they like should break up with you at all. But like, like I, I could see how that feels like you are choosing one over the other. And I'm sure that was like a very hurtful statement to him. But yeah, again, at the end of it, like, it's not about you. It's about what you represent. And I think like, it sounds like he's probably had a pretty tumultuous home life for a while. And when you guys started dating, and you had this seemingly pretty picturesque or pretty like great home life and relationship with your parents and all that kind of stuff, like it shines a light on people who don't have that. And so for him, it's like, oh, I really want to spend time with people like that. And his parents probably like upset because that's not them. And like that feels like you having a happy home life and having a good relationship with your parents feels like a personal attack. It's not about you. Like you're representing something that they don't have and it could be anyone. So I think the more that you can take it like not personally and just like support him because as annoying this is for you, like it's incredibly hard for him, you know? Yeah. And you asked if you should call his mom. Absolutely not. If they don't like you as it is, it's not going to do anything but make it worse. If you want them to get to know you, then maybe you guys like FaceTime together. But like you shouldn't be the one reaching out to his family at all. And ask him, like, do you want me to have a relationship with your family? Because like he might not even care. Yeah. And I also think that like it has so nothing to do with you that you don't need to put yourself in that like sphere and that like crossfire at all. And I can't imagine that he would be like that. That's something he would really need, because I think before he can introduce anyone into his like he needs to really work on his relationship with his mom specifically. Like if he's done with his relationship with his dad, like that's really fine. But like sounds like he's still maintaining somewhat of a relationship with his mom. And like that needs a lot of a lot of work. And you can't force someone or suggest anything. Like again, just ask what he like is looking for from you and what he needs from you and then give him that. Cause it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you and you both are very young too. And also if he does come for like the holidays and stuff, like I would just be really 
like cognizant and aware of the fact that like this isn't going to be the perfect holiday now for him and you're not going to be like well now we're going to show him like how great it can be and like all of that stuff that this is kind of like a solution like if he decides to come it's still going to be really hard for him and it's still going to be really hard no matter how happy and great and wonderful your family are that can kind of make it worse it's a very very hard time for people who don't have those kinds of family situations and i also think if he's going to come for anything it'd be really great of your parents to make him feel included in the sense of like is there any dishes that you grew up eating that we can make like are there any traditions that you have so he doesn't feel like even if home life isn't great feeling you can still feel not at home in somebody else's home even if it's a very happy home because it's not yours and yours might not be great but there's something to be said about feeling included in traditions that you're not like joining something they've done for 25 years that you've never done before and now this is how everything is done um or starting new things to do together and all of that yeah i mean even like with my brother-in-laws joining the family we've incorporated some of their family traditions in our stuff so i love adding tradition even more traditions onto what we're doing or just changing because like we were we were the family that like got dressed up on the holidays and my like even before we like open presents which i like turn a look yeah megan's exactly you know me even i mean but still like uh megan's husband doesn't i mean his family wears pajamas Mm -hmm. and they like have pajama sets that they all wear and one year he couldn't they were it was because of snow they couldn't they were supposed to go down to where his family lives and they couldn't go and so we all wore pajamas and then that became a new tradition is that we wear pajamas now too yeah i love that i wish more people did that regardless of like family like if it's tumultuous family background or not like that is incredibly helpful for people to feel included it doesn't make it feel like well next christmas is my christmas or next holiday is my holiday because we're doing it my way like that in between of everything i think is it benefits everybody okay do we have another one yeah hey friends um hope you guys are having a wonderful day i love your podcast um i just wanted to call in and ask a little question so i've been with my girlfriend for about four years now she is my life i love her to death i'm a libra she is a virgo we're besties um we lived together for a lot of that time and we're both uh like femme presenting with lesbians recently she is like objectively the the hot one in the relationship, you know, like she is incredibly fucking beautiful. I don't know how I bagged her. She's just so beautiful. And recently I feel like whenever we go out, it's a little bit hard for me because everyone is constantly complimenting her and I just kind of feel like I'm in the shadow a little bit. And I haven't brought it up to her because obviously like what am I gonna say? Um, and I guess more so what I'm asking for is advice on like managing my own insecurity in that way, because I know it's not fair and I know it's unhealthy to compare yourself to a, to a partner in that way. But it's a little bit hard sometimes when, you know, like we'll both put in the effort to like look nice and go out and she just gets like bombarded with compliments from people because she's so naturally beautiful. And I just don't like that's just not something that happens to me, <laughs> I guess. I don't really know what kind of advice you could give in that situation. And this is not the most coherent voicemail, but that's kind of the situation. I just want to know if you guys have any tips for managing my own self-perception and like working on making your worth not based off of compliments you get from people. Because I think I used to get complimented a lot by strangers when I was younger and now I just don't. 
Um, and I have a hard time not taking that as to mean that I've gotten ugly, you know? Uh, love you guys. Thanks. So my original question before that, the end of this, I was going to be like, what, you've been together for four years. Has like something changed in the sense of, I don't mean like aesthetic, like looks appearance wise or anything, but like, has anything changed in like self-confidence or mental health wise, like for you personally, or even in like relationship, like four years in is a, like a, a good amount of time where you don't necessarily like shower your partner with like compliments about their appearance for a lot of time, or even like in the pandemic, like spending a lot of time, like, you know, at home together and all of that, there's a lot like less of like excitement and build up and like that kind of stuff. And so that was like my original question, if there's something had changed that made it be like, maybe the compliments hadn't changed or shifted. It was just that you were either less receptive to hearing them for you, or you were they weren't, you weren't getting them as much because of just like circumstances. But you said it feels like less since you've gotten older. And I think that like, if you take your girlfriend out of the situation, that in itself, I think is like the root of this. It's like, I feel like I'm getting older. And I feel like I am like used to being like complimented a lot on like, finding a lot of value in my appearance. But I wonder if part of it is you are worrying about aging, because like you've placed a lot of value on your looks. And when I tell you I had that exact conversation with Mots yesterday, Gloria in Modern Family was like freaking out because she'd put her wedding dress back on. And I told Mots, I paused it. I was like, I need you to be prepared for this will be me one day. Like, I'm going to work so hard in therapy, but I'm like the arc of being an ugly duckling to then being cute. And then I'm like, when I lose this naturally, inevitably, I will. I will not go down without a fight. And it's going to be incredibly hard. Like, that is just like what happens to like how women are perceived in like media once they get older and all of that stuff that like, I really hope that that will change in the future. But I mean, this would bother me too, you know? Yeah, I see a lot of Gloria in you. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing. It was camp, but I see more Gloria than It's camp. Gloria and camp. When it comes to parenting, I think I will be more of like a cam. Yeah, no, I am Gloria and Cam and a little bit of Haley. It's the dumb thing. But you're not dumb. Well, no, but I, but she's not dumb. E- do you know what I mean? She's not, but she's more reckless than you are. That is true. You're not Haley at all. No. Anyways, I could see this being incredibly, incredibly hard. I know she mentioned age, but I think she's more so comparing herself to her partner. Yeah. And so because the partner is getting a lot of compliments when they go out. Mm-hmm. and she's not then she, now she's comparing herself to her partner yeah that's hard i mean i don't think from anyone i know who is in a lesbian relationship i mean i think the first thing i would do is like have a conversation with your partner like do you feel like compliments affect you more when they come from her or when they come from strangers yeah and then if it is strangers why is that mm-hmm why do you need outside validation? And I think you might be able to like logic it a little bit. And um, are we hanging out with people who I know more, who have seen me more recently than I've seen her? Has she gotten a haircut recently? Is she wearing like an outfit or is like something like that? Like, am I hearing a compliment that is maybe someone noticing like, oh my gosh, you got your hair. Like it looks so good. And it's that. And like, because you're feeling hyper aware and self-conscious that it's translating to Everyone is saying she's so beautiful and nobody is saying that to me. So I think that like there is like your inner voice that I think is the first thing that I would address or I guess first unpack what it is you have been feeling. I think there is like a good point to saying like I have been feeling like 
I've been comparing myself to and feeling like really kind of like jealous. And I don't like that. And I want to tell you that. So I don't have to kind of keep sitting with that. It's a kind of it's a very feeling jealous of your partner. It's like can be a very gross feeling. I'm not sure what I want to do or what I need to do to move forward. I'm doing a lot of self work, but I wanted to include you. And if there's anything that I come up with in or anything that like crosses my path as I'm like working on this, I'm going to like keep you in the loop. And if it's you haven't been getting a lot of compliments from her specifically recently, you can say like, I get a lot of validation from like words of affirmation and stuff. And like, I love when you thank me for doing something or you like compliment these specific things or whatever. But I would love if I could get some like appearance based compliments as well. Like that would feel really nice and really great. Make a TikTok. Yeah. Or like do something for you that makes you feel like you feel really, really good and really hot. So it's like, regardless with the fact of anybody else, you're like, here's the thing. Like, I look so fucking hot. And like, I know I look bomb. And if no one's t- if no one's saying that, it's because they're intimidated because I am so fucking hot. Like when I get dressed up and I like, I like spend time getting ready and I think I look, you can't tell me shit. You can't tell me fucking shit. I walk by every reflective mirrored surface and I'm pausing. And I'm like, the world is lucky to be in presence in of me. Presence. Like literally, I was like, I have graced all of you. You are blessed. You are welcome. That is how I feel there. And like, I don't need anybody to tell me I look nice. Yeah, agree. But that's like where you have to get to that point. Yeah, you have to get to that point and you got to figure out why it bothers you so much. I would think it's probably because like you're not, you don't feel great about yourself. And so you are waiting for other people to kind of give their approval. So then you can, you've been given permission to, have approval of yourself and like that's not the order of it and also that confidence through the roof like I don't think that's an attainable outlook to have every day I don't think everybody feels that way every single day if you can get there every once in a like get there and know what it takes for you to get there and the things that you can do to get there and all of that that's a great thing but you don't have to maintain that all the time you can live off of that high for a while yeah that was me in my on my during my birthday in Palm Springs. Like Mots was like, "You look great." I'm like, "I know. I look like I don't even care that I'm getting a compliment." Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of needs it needs to be. That's how I felt as well. And we made TikToks. Yeah, and we looked great. <laughs> <laughs> and then people hyped us up on. TikTok. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> "We know. We know. We know." Yeah. Well, so we are not going to do it. Don't blame them because you know every once in a while <laughs> we have calls. Everybody feels so impassioned by that. Those are the only ones that we have where people call in for. So it's the same two calls, boyfriend who plays devil's advocate and then devil's advocate and maybe sex is in the other one always wanted to argue. Yes. Okay. So if we don't need any more, don't blame them about those. We've already addressed them. So many, but uh, we need some for other episodes. So give us a call. You got four to five per episode that you can call in. Mm hmm. Maybe you love cruises. Maybe you know something about cruises that we don't. You're like, hey, this is don't blame them. I'm here to share something. Maybe you know Tom Cruise. (gasps) I know somebody who knows somebody who knows Tom Cruise. Well, that is it for our episode. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, send an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Everything we said at the beginning applies for the calls. And give us some wild cards. Throw some crazy ones out there. You know, we asked for that the last time and we got the racist one (laughs) so like you know more 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 i mean this is not an invitation for rachel to call in with 
Actually, actually, please, Rachel, please go on. Please. Let's schedule a FaceTime. Yeah. We'd love to pick your brain. Um, so speaking of Rachel, she's probably going to be leaving another comment. So if y'all want to go and find uh, or leave some nice reviews on the Apple podcast app to make up for the negative reviews that Rachel continues to leave, we would greatly appreciate it. Love this podcast and the people from Tori. I hope you guys read this because I am not a Rachel. Which I think is funny because now it's no longer. I'm not specific, Rachel. I'm not a Rachel. Rachel. (laughs) It is the new Karen. When I first started listening, I thought you guys were mean. Not going to lie. However, I was so wrong. You guys give great, honest advice. I've even called in and gotten some advice from you guys. I look forward to my Mondays of listening to this and feel like you guys are such relatable people. Also, special shout out to Melissa, who gets forgotten about in some of the calls. You are literally a diamond in the rough. And I hope you know I appreciate your work in this podcast. (gasps) Thank you. Tori, you are so kind. And I do think this is like a common thing that like people think that we're mean and then they realize, oh, they are mean, but they're also, <laughs> I'm just joking. It's one of the things it's like, here's the thing that you, you will go through this like cycle where it was like, are they mean or was that call racist yeah. or were they mean or was this call dangerous regarding the COVID, uh, regarding COVID? Were they mean or was this call internalized misogyny and slut shaming like i think that like we have a lot of these things like ingrained in us that like when we hear like the opposing view of it, it's like wow that is like so incredibly mean but then if you get a call that doesn't like force you to challenge your belief system i don't think you're gonna think we're mean right do you know what i mean like there's like depending on the content of it but like we don't go into it when someone's like hey i just got dumbed and i'm like pick your fucking self up you fucking dumb bitch like right. no that's not what we do. That's mean. That That is very mean. And hurtful. No. Like, that's not us. We are mean, but it's like when it's warranted. Otherwise, it doesn't hit the same either. No. <laughs> Can't be on a level 10 always. We're not fucking dear, dear Abby. Mm-hmm. Or Delilah. Delilah was like a call-in radio show, and she had this really soft... Oh, fuck them. ...and gave advice. We're not her. No. If you want Delilah, call Delilah. <laughs> Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? <laughs> Guess what? What? Our new podcast comes out this week. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. What a treat for those of you who are still listening. We're really excited. If you are a part of our Patreon, which is the shameless plug for our Patreon, go get the videos, live streams. Good time. Check it out. We have talked about this at length and we've also talked about it on our, I think we've talked about it a bit on the Facebook group. Yeah. The Facebook group. They, not for a bit, they wrote in for our pilot, our mm-hmm. proof of concept that we did so we are excited we have we've been listening to you all of saying that you like the chit chat i mean some of you don't like the chit chat but like then this podcast isn't for you but people like the chit chat and also like just hearing our takes on more stuff and we obviously just want to keep adding podcasts and things to do together so we're really excited it is called but am i wrong if you listen to every episode you Specifically, if you've watched every episode, you will know the exact moment when we realized that this was going to be like our next podcast idea. Think of it, you know, the am I the asshole kind of Reddit threads, but as opposed to like us reading things from people who we don't know and all of that, it's a similar people write in, tell us situations in their lives that are currently happening or have happened. You know, like we have like that gut feeling where like, I might have been wrong. Mm-hmm. It might have been me. Am I the drama? Is yeah. it me? Is it me? And also, we we add a little pop culture element in there too, where we we nominate 
people in the ether of the world that we think were wrong in situations. Yeah, maybe it's current. Maybe there's like a current feud going on or there's some like celebrity pop culture drama, like or anything in the news Mm -hmm. at the time. But then also like old school, historic pop culture kind of stuff. And then also similar things in our lives. But like it's very much like a chit chatty, topical, current kind of stuff with uh, sprinkling thrown in there you know, opening those like bigger conversations that it's like not necessarily always about one person's situation and like giving advice, but kind of like, well, shit, I would have done this exact same thing. Am I an asshole? Let's talk through it. Yeah. So it's fun. You get our takes on like a lot of broader subjects and also more like random things and that stuff. So we're very excited. We have a trailer up. So go subscribe. Leave a review. Yeah. Even though you haven't listened to it's anything. It's fine. It helps. That was, it if does. If you leave a review, it'll shoot us up the chart and then more people will be able to find us. So we would appreciate it so much. And um, yeah, go follow our Instagram and our socials because we will talk about it there. You are obviously listening this long. Go comment your favorite emoji on our last Instagram. Yes. Also buy our merch. <gasps> yes. We have lots of cute merch. Go get it. It's adorable. Everyone looks good in it. Mm-hmm. We've been getting pictures. Everybody looks great. I got to make a collage. I'll post it. And follow us on social. Anything else you want to promote? No, just our podcast. Yeah. That's all I'm going to promote. Go check out our other podcast. New episode will be out on Thursday. <gasps> so exciting. Look, you have two days a week with us now. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll be every day. Every day. Um, we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. by me executive produced by melissa demonts and diamond imprint productions edited by coco lawrence post-production sound by chris henry production assistance by melanie d watson music by ryan hunter and giacomo picasso a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 